Hi everyone, Dr. Samantha Gutrera here for the Imagining a New We video blog, a video series designed to help history teachers and other history educators teach history in ways that are more meaningful, transformative, and inclusive for their students. Um, Mondays are meaningful. I'm not filming this on Monday. I had an event last week and I was like, oh, well, if I'm going to put my hair together and put some eyeliner uh, <laughs> on, I might as well film my Monday video as well. Because Mondays are meaningful, I am so excited to launch this video because guess what came in the mail? My book, Transforming the Canadian History Classroom, Imagining a New We is now out. You can get your own copy, which I am so excited about. Like, see, look, it's a real spine. It's a real back. It's not just like this fake copy that I've been using for the last few months. I am so excited to share this work with you. This work is designed for pre-service uh, history teachers, history teachers, in practice history teachers, those that teach history in a variety of different settings, historians, um, people that are thinking about how to create exhibits, for example, that are more designed for youth. This book is supposed to help us think about history in ways that are more meaningful, transformative, and inclusive for our student. Um, I call this a radical, imaginative understanding of what we can do in our history classrooms. And I am just so excited to be able to have this out there for you now. Um, for a lot of people, well, I guess I should say like a lot of academics when their book is out, they're like, okay, it's done. You know, like this chapter is over. For me, the publication of the book means this chapter has just started. I am so looking forward to teachers and other history educators reading this book, thinking about it, providing feedback on how they can think that they can do this more radical transformative work in our history classrooms. Also, it says Canadian history classrooms, and of course, I focus on Canada, but if you're American, because I know a lot of Americans watch these videos and, and listen to the podcast, you are certainly able to read this too, because it's about this notion of national history and how we can teach it in our classrooms in ways that are better for the students in the classroom. So the argument of the book is that because we have such a diverse young population, the stories that we teach in our classrooms do not reflect their experiences. And therefore, they, students say, I hate the textbook, I hate history, I don't want to learn it. We all know this, right? That's, that's nothing new. And so what I say in this book, my argument is that first, we need to think about connection, complexity, and care. And if you've been watching videos on my channel since I started in January, you know I've talked a lot about connection, complexity, and care. Um, I also use a case study of a teacher who like really wanted to do this work so bad. Like she had the, the right mindset, she had the right ideas, but she constantly reverted back to practices that removed connections and limited complexity or limited connections and removed complexity. Did I just say the same thing backwards? I mean, you can just move those two different things around. It, it still works. And so I ask, I ask the reader to think about like, what are, what are like patterns of practice that you might be familiar with and how are you also limiting connection and removing complexity in your history classroom? However, history teachers have a lot of power to do this work, but they don't work in a vacuum. Um, the workplace needs to be set up in a way that wants to create more space for meaningful 
teaching in order to lead for students to have more meaningful learning. And so another chapter in the book talks about our institutional culture and how we don't have enough time, space, or place to get to know students, to get to know other histories, to do research and really allow it to kind of uh, like sink into how we understand ourselves and the past. I then end by um, uh, introducing historic space or reintroducing it if you've read my work before, which is a way to kind of teach history that starts with very like simplistic textbook version in order to spend most of the time working on that complexity. Because teachers do the connection and care piece a lot, but it's the complexity that really allows more opportunities for meaningful learning in the classroom. Um, I think it's a very engaging read. I worked really hard with the press to ensure that it's a conversational tone, it's really accessible in terms of how I'm presenting these big ideas, such as post-structuralism, for example. And what I wanted was I really wanted teachers to read it and discuss it together. And so today I am launching a teacher's guide and a, uh, a teacher's book club discussion guide and a teacher's reflection guide for you to read the book, to discuss it, and reflect upon it um, with a network of teachers and for the next week if you um, download the teachers uh, instructors guide you'll also get a 20% off discount um, on the UBC press website for this book so you can download the discussion and reflection guide also get a 20% discount until the end of the month and uh, plan to do a book club where you're able to talk about that. Um, again, I'm really excited for people to read this book. I'm really, I, I, if you know nothing else about this book, know that it is based on a premise that we need to do better for our students in the classroom in order for them to feel like their histories and their experiences matter in the past, present, and also for the future. Because, and this is something I end the book with, as one student said to me in a focus group, we come to class to get educated and you have to bring it to the table. So many teachers that I have met through the Pandemic Pedagogy series and the Meaningful Learning with Dr. Samantha Cotrera podcast and my like 20 years experience working in um, Canadian history education, one of the things that I've really learned from teachers is how much teachers want to do this work. And so this is like a, a, a reverent <laughs> love letter to the possibilities that I know so many teachers want to be able to bring into their classroom. And I suggest that by being focused on students and less focused on our own stories, we can do that work. We can, we can fulfill that promise to our students and ourselves because so many of us went into history teaching for that reason. So Mondays are meaningful. It is even more meaningful to like actually just have blow dried hair, which is kind of nice, but also to have my book out and available for purchase, but also to read. If you go on my podcast, Meaningful Learning with Dr. Samantha Cotrera, you will hear an audio introduction from the introduction, um, as well as an outline of what the book is about if you are interested in that, um, or better, you can listen to it while you're waiting for your own book to come in. So thank you all for all of your support. I'm hoping to maybe do a book launch like next year that's not virtual, but in the meantime, 
buy a copy or first download the teacher's guide, get the discount code, buy a copy, and then organize a teacher's book club to be able to discuss some of these ideas. I think they'll be uh, a really rich point of discussion and I'd love to hear uh, what you thought about it. So anyway, have a great day, everyone. Uh, I'm just going to sit here with my blow dried hair and my book holding it all day long like this. <laughs> and, um, and I hope you have a great day. Bye.